Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang it with these episode one oh two. It's been a bad day. I'm your host, Ease. With me, as always, Dylan. And uh, we have started this recording a little earlier than we had hoped, but uh, all hope is lost. Yeah. Uh, we are currently watching a 31-2-3 drubbing of our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers by the Bills. <sighs> There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. <clears throat> First and foremost... Matt Canada should not be allowed back on the bus. This is, I mean, Kenny has done the best that he could do with what he's been given. Uh, but the predictable run, run, pass shit, I mean, seemed like the first couple of drives they came out mm-hmm. firing a little bit. But then they got into the, uh, just the same pattern. And there we just saw a horrific fucking non call on a slide by Pickett that. Should have been called a uh, roughing or unnecessary roughing roughness penalty, and then of course James Daniels comes over and makes the uh, protect. I don't know enforcer. Yeah, and, and he gets the penalty, but the other guy didn't. Kind of a bullshit thing. And then of course third and fifteen, and Matt Canada calls the play to throw a pass for three yards. <clears throat> kind of been the way the day has gone. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson, eighteen million dollar a year extension. Why? I, that is that is proven to be a bad decision. Uh, yeah, he makes some pretty dynamic catches, but the crucial drops uh, seem to be coming more and more. I just don't see where $18 million is worth it. Especially, I don't know if you or your brother said it, the way that we can bring in Offsides. receivers. Sorry. The way, you know, no other team develops receivers like we do or evaluates them. Yeah, and these last couple of weeks, you we've seen them get George Pickens more and more involved. And, I mean, even Romo was talking today like this is going to be uh, one of the best receivers in the game, superstar in the making, and, and I feel the same way. So, I mean, granted, when they were going through the negotiations and whatnot, maybe you didn't know that. But yeah. with our history, as you said, uh, paying Deontay Johnson $18 million a year, I don't know. I didn't see it. <clears throat> Claypool, I expected more out of at this point this year. but He's been a massive disappointment in my mind. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell happened to him, but. And they missed the Boswell field. misses another one. What's that, three today? I thought two, but you might be right. We blocked one early. I don't know if you're thinking of that, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's windy as shit there, and 
it's Boz. I, I'm not going to sweat that. That's yeah. the least of our fucking worries right now. <clears throat> Bottom line is, uh, there's a lot of talent on that team, but there's also a lot of work to be done. And I, you know, I'm about as Homer as Homers can be, but uh, we're just not a good football team across the board. I mean, yeah, yeah we have uh, studs in certain positions, but the positions where we lack those studs is glaring. And it didn't help today that we went into the game without a starting safety and a starting corner and then subsequently lost our next two corners as the game has progressed. Um, Kenny Pickett did about as much as you could you could ask a rookie quarterback coming into probably the most hostile environment in the NFL right now Yeah, uh, against probably, arguably, the best quarterback in the NFL right mm-hmm. now. Um you know, Josh Allen has uh, ascended to that level. Um, you know, you talk Mahomes and Brady and then Lamar Jackson, whatever. But Josh Allen, you can make an argument for him that that he's he's the best. I mean, the the guy just we saw him drop a couple bombs just on a fucking dime, uh, including a ninety eight yarder to Gabe Davis and then a sixty two yarder to Gabe Davis that Minka. Could have, should have ripped away, uh, but but just what he had perfect be. coverage though. It really yeah, wasn't. no, like I said, it was a great throw. You know, Mika, Mika had his hands on it, just didn't happen. Uh, we've lost Fryermuth in the game on a uh, nasty three helmet collision. Uh, looked like he was pretty much sleeping. Uh, Devin Bush, for the first first time that I could honestly say I've seen Devin Bush have a bad game he's missed a couple major plays um but yeah bo- bottom line is we're we're just not not a good team right now uh with tj with tj watt like i still make the argument if tj watt doesn't get hurt we probably go into this game at four and oh very possible yeah i mean i i don't see how we don't it's I, looking back at the three losses prior to this game i don't see one that you know, his presence wouldn't have changed the outcome. Um, at the very worst, three and one going into this game. But he's out, and as we have learned in the last few days, he's going to be out even longer because he had arthroscopic surgery. Um, more than likely, thanks to the cheap block that we saw in the uh, preseason, I believe it was. Yeah, when he got the cut block. Oh, yeah. And got a little hobbled. Well, apparently that had been kind of nagging. And through the course of um, working his way back from this pec injury, tweaked it, and they decided that, hey, let's just go in and scope it. Just to, uh, like I said, just to scope things. So I don't think it's going to be anything that lingers. Hopefully they got it cleaned up. And when he comes back, probably after the bye, he'll be good. But at that point, I mean – Looking at our stretch that we have the next three games, yeah, that's probably going to be too little too late. Yeah, it uh, it's certainly looking like Tomlin's streak is going to be over, and maybe that's what he needs, you know? Um, a, little, a little humble pie. I personally would fucking fire Canada now. Um, Terrell Austin, uh, I'll give you a pass. For, for this year, this is your first year as a coordinator, you know, and I think when healthy, this defense can be near elite level. I We obviously have a couple holes that we need to plug, a, i.e. one of the middle linebackers because 
I don't think there's any chance they re-sign Bush, and, and Robert Spillane is certainly not the answer. Um, I would like to see in this upcoming draft that we, we look at nothing but offensive linemen, middle linebackers, and corners. I can't remember the last time a network did that. They changed the game. In the fourth quarter, yeah. They changed it to this game. No, they do it quite a bit, actually. Oh. Okay. Is that much time left? That seems rare to me, but all right. Yeah, with an entire quarter, that's that's pretty odd. But So, yeah, now now we're stuck watching Cleveland and uh, the Chargers. Which... Stuck watching shit. I get red zone. Well, yeah, but I can't watch the entire game. I just get to watch whatever Red Zone decides to show me. You want to watch more of that game? For science, I guess. But I mean, yeah, I'd like to. Not that game. Is that Red Zone? It's Red Zone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to. Yeah, I would have liked to at least watch Kenny. I get oh, it. we gave up a touchdown. Hmm. How? Oh, I didn't realize Chicago came back and took the lead. Oh, I didn't either. How the fuck did we give up another touchdown? Josh Allen. Let me say that. I might have been a picture. Oh, James Cook, the guy that we were talking about. Uh, 24-yard rush, so we... We were motherfucking him earlier? Well, yeah, just talking shit about him. and uh, Their drive was two plays, 65 yards. Awesome. So, yes, now it's 38-3. to Good thing I didn't take that FanDuel bet, huh? Uh, third third quarter live betting had us. Uh, we could have taken the Steelers plus 34 and a half. And, yeah, looks like FanDuel knew what they were talking about because um, this is going to be one of the worst losses in uh, recent Steeler history. But, again, uh, I was I was optimistic that they'd come out a little fired up, but this Buffalo team is a fucking buzzsaw. Yeah. Um, so we, we got to keep that in mind as we look back at this, Yeah, that, um, we are a, at best mid team right now. And we're going up against arguably the best team in the league. Um, I think Philly is right in the conversation too, but, um, when they're on, I don't see too many teams (laughs) beating these bills. Uh, Yeah. They are a unit. <clears throat> um. Yeah, Matt Canada, like I said, very predictable. This this offensive system has got to go. Um, the the nucleus is there. You look at some of our young talent. We've got studs in the playmaker position. Kenny made one kind of bad throw on the that pick. one pick was bad. Yeah, L- little underthrown, and maybe he underestimated the speed of of Elam being able to catch up with that ball. Uh, other than that, he's been pretty quick, pretty decisive. Again, in pass protection, the offensive line has not let w- us down. I would uh, agree. Von Miller did get one sack. Arguably, he was offsides on that, uh, on Dan Moore. But, again, by and large, looking at this squad now about to be one and four, you can't put it on the offensive line. And that, that was our biggest fear. I, yeah. If you would have told me that our offensive line was going to play – the middling yeah this good and it sounds like i'm saying that they're playing great they're not but they're not they haven't been as bad as what we speculated so if you'd have said that to me like look they're only going to give up what 
four or five sacks that I can think of, six maybe, not a lot. Yeah. We haven't given up a lot of sacks. If you would have told me that, that at, through five games, four games, five games, yeah, through five games, that's what we were giving up. I, I would have felt pretty good about it, like we're yeah. going to have a pretty solid record. Run blocking, not great, but Najee's not helping because uh, I think it's pretty evident that he's not 100%, doesn't have his timing, vision, whatever you want to call it. He's He's not what he was. But I'd have felt a lot better about it, but – Again, injuries and piss poor play calling have uh, basically doomed us. Yeah. So, <sighs> anyway, going uh, around the league. Uh, see, I we both picked the Browns because of the whole West Coast thing. Chargers going to Cleveland, and the yeah, Chargers are winning. Looked pretty rough early. It was fourteen to three Cleveland, but the Chargers stormed back in the second, and third quarter. And uh, they now lead Cleveland 30-28 to 28, uh, with about nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Justin Herbert having a solid game. Austin Eckler, 170 yards rushing Jesus. against Cleveland. Uh, yeah, Cleveland's defense is uh, not very good. At least it doesn't appear that way. Um, the Bears storm back after... Dropping uh, seventeen to ten, they are now in the lead, twenty-two to twenty-one. But it looks like Minnesota is knocking on the door. And there's only wow, there's only two thirty-nine left in that game. Minnesota's on the two-yard line. <coughs> the uh, top offense in the NFL been putting up what thirty-eight points per game. Goes into New England and absolutely sucks. Wow. Bailey Zappi. Who, yes, Bailey Zappi, is 17 of 21 for 188 yards and a touchdown, and the Patriots are shutting out the Detroit Lions 26 to nothing right now with about 7.45 left in the fourth. Saints and Seahawks were kind of seesawing back and forth, but the Saints look like they have pulled ahead now, 31-19. Still a whole quarter to play in that one, though. Dolphins lost Teddy Bridgewater very early to a concussion, they said that he passed the protocol, but uh, after the whole Tua situation, they have now altered the protocol. And if you show any signs, um, basically what it boils down to is even if you pass the protocol, but you any even inkling that you're not 100%, you're not going back in the yeah. game. You pass protocol, doesn't matter. If that's the reason you're taking out, you're probably out for the game. I heard a quote from Belichick. I don't know if it was like, yeah, no, I think it was from this week. Someone asked him about that, the Tua situation, and he even said there's been situations where doctors have cleared guys, and he said, no, you're not going back in, which I find kind of surprising. I, yeah, I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, at least what he said. I don't think the, the evil emperor has ever had a soft spot in his heart for any player he's ever played with because it seems like he just discards them like they're nothing when he's done getting, yeah. Yeah, he's a liar. <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying that for a second. Uh, so yeah, Dolphins are uh, who? What's his name? Skyler Johnson Thompson Thompson. And where's he from? Uh, Kansas State, I believe. Hmm. He looked really good in preseason. Yeah, and he's not looking terrible right now. Although they are losing to the Jets, twenty-six to seventeen, right now. Uh, Zach Wilson is having a pretty solid game. Um, maybe that time off uh, helped him a little bit. Brees Hall also having a pretty solid game as well for the Jets. 
and uh, they have what nine minutes to go or whatever. It's yeah, twenty six seventeen. Uh, Buccaneers Falcons, Bucks are up twenty one seven. Tom Brady having a, a pretty big game right now. Marcus Mariota is uh, not. <clears throat> Titans have uh, taken the lead now on the Commanders after a, a bit of a slow start. It's twenty one seventeen there with also about nine minutes left in the fourth. Carson Wentz not uh, not terrible today, so that's the reason they're still in that game. Vikings just scored a touchdown. This. And so did the Texans. Wow. Texans are now beating the Jags, probably about to be 13-6, to six, unless they go for two there um, against the Jags. Oh, Pierce scored a touchdown. Good. Hmm. I was able to plug him in this week. Uh, <clears throat> Jaguars, we thought they had a team. Yeah. And they, you know, in their two losses, they have. Well, I guess they they looked good against Philly for about a quarter and a half, and then yeah. just kind of fell apart. Who I don't even remember who their other loss was. I can't. I can't remember either. Yeah. Either way, I mean that they, they still got a lot of talent there, but obviously there's work to be done. Yeah. They didn't pick first in the draft for no reason. Right. Two consecutive years. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, early today, this morning, over in London town, the Giants pull off the upset win over the Packers, 27-22. Green Bay basically held scoreless for the second half with the exception of a uh, a gimme safety that the Giants took on purpose, which was quite a shock to me. Daniel Jones uh, looked solid, and they were able to hold Aaron Rodgers out of the end zone late. And then, of course, that's when they took the safety, and Aaron Rodgers got absolutely rocked on the Hail Mary attempt. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that or not. but I, I was a little worried there when he got – because after he got hit, he laid there for a minute. Like I thought, oh, God, wouldn't that suck to you know, season-ending injury on the last second Hail Mary. Uh, and then – if you watch the game Thursday night, I hope you have spoken to lawyers because you should be entitled to compensation. Yeah. That was a very effective sleep aid for me. I yeah. had the game on, and not midway through the third, I passed out. I, so. I made a joke with uh, this. I was wearing a Steeler hoodie, mm. and this guy said something. I made a joke to this guy. Obviously, he was a Steeler fan. He asked me if I was from Pittsburgh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, I was feeling pretty good about our offense after watching those two teams. <laughs> yeah. And of course, till today, and now it's kind of a toss-up. But um, I don't know what the hell is going on with those two teams, but they are bad yeah. offensively. Both of them have pretty solid defenses, but offensively, like Russ Wilson, is terrible. I mean, the Colts, it's easy. Um, Jonathan Taylor was hurt. Naheem Hines got hurt. Even when Taylor was there, their offense was not good. Though, I'd let me finish. Matt Ryan is clearly washed. Uh, we've seen a big enough sample size that I think that's pretty clear to say. Yeah. Um, Russell, yeah, that's uh, you put some of it on Hackett that he's just incompetent, has no business being a head coach. But he also made some throws where you're like, why? Why did you throw that ball? But that might also be a little bit of desperation because they're not moving the ball. Well, I don't know. But yeah, 
like that. Well, the last play, the the pick, the guy's wide open, and he yeah. he he's locked into the left. Sees him at the last minute, throws it, and by that time, it's it's well too late. But uh, I don't know if you saw the somebody posted a meme and did a stat comparison side by side with Gino. No. Okay. With Trubisky. Oh, really? And their stats were almost identical. Oh, wow. And it said one of these guys got benched. One of these guys is making $240 million. Speaking of Geno, he just scored a touchdown. I know going into this week, he was like the NFL's top-rated passer. He had like 77% completions. I think I, I think I told someone it was 75, but no, it was 77% completion percentage, which is Yeah, he's, he's fucking – he's balling. Yeah. No, we went forward on fourth and didn't get it again. So, hmm. awesome. Uh, currently, Kenny Pick is 27 of 40 for 272. One pick. Najee Harris, 11 carries, 20 yards. I hate to say it, but maybe it, maybe it's time to put Jalen Warren in and see what he can do until Najee gets this figured out. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Maybe we were all wrong on Najee or – Maybe he's just more hurt than he's alluding to, yeah. and I'm hoping because I think the guy's got some some talent. He showed us a lot last year too, so I don't. Or, wait, are you defending a running back? Well, yeah, you are. You are he's, like the the anti tailback. He's not in a in a contract year, you know. We'll ask him for an extension, so yeah, we got him for three more years. Yeah, I definitely. I, yeah. He's more talented than what he is showing this year. And, again, part of it might be the offensive line, but we've also seen plays where the holes were there. He's just not hitting them. <coughs> have they fucking pulled Josh Allen yet? Yes, they have. Matt Burke. Oh, no. Case Keenum. There we go. forgot he was their backup. I did not know that. Where was he? Huh? Case Keenum. He's been a lot of places. Last. Um... Didn't he start a few games? He was Denver's starter going into the year a few years ago um, after he had that one good year with Minnesota. Minnesota might be where I'm I'm thinking of. Yeah, Minneapolis Miracle. That was him? Yeah. Was Cousins hurt or not there yet? I believe Cousins was not there yet. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and that pretty much put Stefan Diggs on the map. Yeah. Well, I guess he was kind of on the map, but that like, yeah. escalated him to the elite level that he is at now. Right. Hey, we forced a punt. Holy shit. Take that, Case Keenum. Right. That's only like, what, the eighth or ninth time the punts have... The punts. <laughs> the Bills have punted this season. I was going to say, we should be called the punts today. I mean, That's, yeah. And with a windy day... We had the one punt that was just awesome with the win, and then the couple punts against the win, not good. One of them, I believe, was like 26 yards. But uh, all, around, all around a uh, a pretty depressing day for uh, Yenzers Worldwide. We will uh, continue to follow what's going on across the league as we uh, go into some other things. Uh, college football yesterday. Yeah. Had a few interesting uh, stories. Would you like to recap Michigan? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I was kind of slow to start a little bit. Uh, Indiana hung around. It looks like that air raid offense in Michigan, some problems in the beginning. Um, the backs didn't have a great day. Um, part of the reason why is, I don't know, I felt like if my coach had a seizure on the sideline and had to get stretchered out, I'd be a little shaken up and not play my best either. Yeah, um, that is um... – Mike Mich- Hart. Michigan running back coach Mike Hart, who also coached for Indiana and played for Michigan. I believe he's our all-time leading rusher, correct? I told you that earlier, yes. Well, I read it before you told me that. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you very much. Okay. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, um, it was, you know, they had to throw the ball more. They did. Um, yeah, I not in- discouraging or encouraging, really. Um, McCarthy had his first 300-yard game. I'm kind of surprised it's taken him this long, but he didn't have to throw it much the first few weeks, those cupcake opponent, opponents. So. Yeah, Ronnie Bell, 11 catches too. So Yeah. And it's Big Ten football. I mean, you'd... Indiana's one of those teams that they're never great, but they're they're never really horrible either. It seems like they're... Michigan know... usually, for whatever reason, has trouble with Indiana, typically, so... Indiana had one great year during the COVID year, but it seems like uh, one of the podcasts I listened to brought it up. He goes, I've learned to just throw out the COVID year completely because teams that were great that year have turned to shit, and teams that were shit that year became great. Like Michigan and Indiana, they like flipped. So, uh, Meanwhile, in other news in the uh, the Big Ten, the two best defenses in the conference battled to a 9-6 uh, to six. Illinois victory. Yeah, that, thank God that game was being <laughs> shown during other games, so I didn't have to just watch that. But that was a night game, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was like during prime time. So, I the only reason I remembered it was somebody tweeted that basically those like holy shit, this game is boring, or or actually, I think somebody was calling for the offensive coordinator for Illinois to get fired. So I, I, that's when I went and I checked the score. I was like, well, at least they won. In his defense, their starting quarterback who's played very well, uh, Tommy Vita, DeVito, um, got hurt pretty early in the game. So they had to go their backup. And also Iowa's defense is really good. Is it like Danny's grandson? or? So an Iowa's offense is like historically yeah historically bad Petrus I I can't believe he's a Big Ten quarterback I I really can't I I can't believe he's a college quarterback yeah let alone Big Ten the little bit that I was what happened Uh, Minnesota looks like they just got a pick and that's going to seal the victory for them already yeah was that Justin Fields things panning out for you there Bear fans look after what happened to us today I'm not going to say anything yeah I mean Look, I got to take joy from something, and yeah. that's one of them. Especially around here, I fucking hate it around here because it'd be one thing if we lived like in Buffalo or with New, New England or Green Bay, where the team was good mm-hmm. around us, and their fans talk shit when the Steelers, you know, got beat. Yeah. But around here. The Steelers get annihilated. All my little Bear fans, oh, the Steelers got beat. You're a fucking Bears fan. 
<laughs> All right. You haven't had anything to fucking cheer for in like 30 years other than one Super Bowl appearance where you got waxed by fucking Peyton Manning. Shut the fuck up. You're terrible. The 85 Bears, none of you were even fucking alive when that team happened. And you're going to fucking throw shit in my face when we haven't had a losing season in 20 fucking years. Almost 20 years. 18. Yeah, there you go. I was doing the math in my yeah. head. Hold on. Obviously, the year before Ben, they had to have a losing re- record in order to draft Ben. So. Yes. Seven and nine. Seven yeah. and nine was like, uh, wait a minute. Six <laughs> Coward did go six and ten once. Yeah. That's the worst record that the fucking Steelers have had since 1990, I believe it was. Let's see how this season finishes out. Yeah, no. Even if we, even if we finish fucking five and twelve or whatever, will it suck? Yeah, absolutely, will suck. But at the same time, had a lot to cheer for. All you got to do is look around the rest of the league. Like other teams have had multiple bad years, especially in this area of Bear fans. Shut your fucking mouths. Your team's terrible. Your ownership's terrible. Your fucking coach is a joke. And you got a shitty fucking quarterback from Ohio State, and we all know that no yeah. quarterback in the history of ever from Ohio State has done shit in the NFL. That is accurate. Rat, <clears throat> rant over. Fuck you. Now it's over. By the anyway. way, I'm sorry, Bears fans, you had to. He's taking it out on you. Well, because I already know. Daddy had a bad day at work, so yeah. he's got to come home. I and- <laughs> already know my Facebook feed is going to be fucking, oh, one and four, and they're going to post little screenshots of the score and everything. Suck my dick. All right. We're allowed one bad season every 30 years, all right? Eat my ass. Anyway, back to college football. <clears throat> I was going to say, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, Iowa and Illinois. That's tough game to watch. Um, what else? Unfortunately, A&M couldn't fucking come through and beat Bama. Yeah. They got so close to. They were at the goal line with three seconds left, and just kind of made a shitty bad play decision. call. Put that on. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to watch the play again. I felt like the slant, if the quarterback would have given it like a second, would have been open. But he was kind of committed to that, throwing it near the corner or by the sideline. But and you after this. Off-season, preseason, whatever you want to call it, preseason drama between Jimbo and Nick Saban. You just knew this game was going to come down to yeah. some shit like this. Well, Bryce Young not playing helped, helped a lot, yeah. too. But. Yeah, Alabama's backup quarterback mm-hmm. didn't look all that great. First career start. I mean, I, I get all that, but. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's Alabama, dude. You're, you're supposed to have seven five-star blue chippers in a row there, like. Okay, this is going to bleed into another topic. Um, you know how Saban went on? Well, it, it was associated with the, the A&M rant, how he said A&L might destroy college football and everything. I disagree strongly, and here's why. N-I-L? What I say? A-N-L. What the hell is A-N-L? I don't know. You tell me. I have no idea. N-I-L. Okay. Um, I think that's actually going to help college football overall because you're not going to be able to – Bama doesn't have the money to pay for all the great players. Mm. Neither does Georgia. Mm. 
Um, uh, okay. Well, I don't know if you remember that rant. A&M had the number one recruiting class this past year. Yeah. Which is why Saban was crying and bitching. He doesn't like football when he can't have the best players. There's a lot of, of people that have graduated from those schools that make a lot of money. A, that could donate to these causes. Exactly. And there's a lot of schools like that. Yeah. Like A&M, Texas, Miami, Michigan. If Michigan allows that, I don't know why the fuck they're not. It's so stupid. Get a goddamn collective like everyone else and let's use it as a sludge fund and buy us a championship. <laughs> um, Nebraska is going to be another one. Like they said, they're going to be super aggressive with NIL. My point is this. There's only so many five-star guys. It's kind of going to be more appealing to be like, if I'm a five-star recruit, I'm like, you know what? I could go to Bama or I could go to this other school get paid a little bit more money, and I'm going to play sooner, which will also help my NIL, I might take that deal. Eh, yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. So that's – we'll see how it plays out, obviously. This is brand new. But in my opinion, I actually think NIL is going to help for competitive balance. It'll be a good thing. <coughs> um, I, I definitely see that it could – uh, I still think that they have to find some kind of way of regulating it so that it doesn't B- just become a big bidding war. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you do that, though, because I don't either, but they have to figure it out or it's it's going to be it could get bad if they don't find a way to regulate it. It, it, it could get <clears throat> bad in terms of like it's just going to be a handful of schools and that's it ever. Whereas now it's kind of that way, but you still see it's basically three. Let's be honest. Yeah. But the, the next seven fluctuate. And if they don't find a way to regulate it, you're not going to see those Boise States or, you know, things like that. Sure. It's, I, I look at it the, the opposite way. Cause Joel Clad actually did a piece about this on his show. He talked about like the, Talent index, some website ha- has a way to calculate like how talented each college football team is. And Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State are the top three, which isn't surprising. But the distance between Ohio State and I think the next team was, let's say it was Florida, is the same, or no, USC, is the same gap between number four, four USC and the 60th team. Wow. So I, I think that they're another example, USC. You know, I think some of these five stars having more options will spread things out a bit. That way it's not three teams or two teams. It's eight. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Maybe maybe Tom Brady can use some of his upcoming Fox money and, you know, donate to the, to Michigan's cause. Um. Well, considering the maybe. owner of the Dolphins is a Michigan grad, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because whatever is who, who knows what Brady's going to lose in that divorce? That's going to be interesting. I mean, I I would I got to imagine she does pretty well for herself too. I know the reason he was taking less money most of his career was because she made a lot more needed. So, wow, George Pickens just made another spectacular fucking catch. I mean, it doesn't matter. One hand, one foot. Does what is that? That's got to be a catch, right? I would think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
So anyway, that's my argument. Is I think instead of it being three teams, it might be eight, ten, twelve, something like that. Because you know, Arkansas has a pretty famous alum that you know made a lot of money in his life. So I'm sure they're not just going to be on. This He's side. too busy spending it on hookers. He's got a lot of money to and spend secretaries. on hookers and cowboy on and the cowboys. And oh wait, we're talking about a different Arkansas. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not who I was thinking. Did he even go to Arkansas? I think he did. I think I know he's from there. Yeah. I don't know that he went to school. That's, uh, yeah, I, I totally wasn't thinking about Jerry Jones. I went Bill Clinton. Anyway. <clears throat> Michael Jordan, North Carolina. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm tired of watching you guys be losers. I don't think Jordan really gives a shit about football. Um... I don't know. He uses the Air Jordan brand to sponsor Michigan and North Carolina. So, well, yeah, but that's a little different than spending just pouring money into making a team. Good, he's though. he's too busy owning a mediocre basketball franchise. Well, there you go. We're in the fucking red zone. Holy shit! Sorry, that's literally the only thing we've had to be excited uh, about today. Seahawks looks like they're Who taking the fuck the is lead? that? Sixty-nine yards. That monster, Kenneth Walker the third. Kenneth Walker. Why is that name? Oh, <laughs> you know that guy that yeah. single-handedly beat Michigan. What did he have? Last... Like fourteen touchdowns against Michigan? Was two a lot. Years... Was it last year or two years ago? Last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you made nice on it. You still beat that team from that Ohio. memory should be. That's that's still hard. I'm not gonna lie. I. Wait, what happened? What happened? What happened? Cleveland Kick for the it. win. No good. That's a shame. Hmm. <clears throat> Hate to see it. Uh, Seattle don't fuck up. Make this extra points. They do. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, I could have told you that. There's still a lot of time left in that game, though. Seattle takes. Oh yeah, takes a 32-31 <clears throat> lead. On a uh, big, big run by Kenneth Walker the third, aka Wolverine Killer, and the Jets are now wow forty to seventeen. That yeah. game was close like five ten minutes ago, and <laughs> no, now right? it's forty to seventeen. Oh wow, this season is drunk. It really is. Like Geno fucking Smith, where this MVP fucking guy come from, right? MVP. Like he has wallowed in mediocrity for his entire career. Well, he's been around what seven, eight years. Uh, I think even maybe longer. Than maybe that. longer. Either way, he's done literally nothing, and turning out to be a pretty solid quarterback this year. I mean, I I wonder that a lot yeah. too with guys that like are he wasn't a first rounder, he was a second rounder, but still quarterbacks that are a bust earlier in their career they never get an opportunity later on and they might've, you know, picked up some skills or whatever to actually make them successful. So did, did Carson Wentz just throw that left-handed? I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't looking. I, I'm busy doing a podcast right now. <laughs> it's kind of a cheap shot. I just think, you know what? We had this discussion out there. Your refusal to get Twitter. I can provide you an example of why you need it. Why? Because 
Thursday night during the most boring NFL game in recent history, mm-hmm. Matt Flynn rose from the ashes to tweet, I could have done that. Huh. That's com- that's the kind of comedy you get when you're on Twitter. I, I get it. You also get I didn't know of- Matt Flynn had a Twitter. That's like how obscure he is, but with one tweet, he reintroduces himself to the world. Yeah. Like, hey. That's cool. Um, I'm good without the, you know, infighting and divisiveness. and. But see, you don't really, you don't get that. Taysom Hill taking off. Oh, shit. Try knocking out. And Don't he's touch. in. Whole oh, wow! What a game! Must be nice to have a team that still has hopes in this fucking season. But with Twitter, though, like you I, choose. I, I'm not interested in Twitter. No, thank you. It's uh, you, I sampled it. I tried it years ago. Look, I demand as as a co-host of a podcast the information that you get off Twitter will inspire you to have things to talk about oh really how many times have you come in here and said oh i i had a bunch of things to talk about but i forgot but at least you all have had them at one point (laughs) okay all right i'm good i don't need twitter i told you i'm off social media it's fine i feel it's good no it's not So we had a 69 touch, 69 yard touchdown followed by a 60 yard touchdown and did somebody just score there? No. No. Not yet. Uh okay, <laughs> other college games. Uh, uh Pickett got sacked, so. Um yeah, college, college, college. Like I said Illinois beat Iowa 9-6. We had uh USC smacked Washington State. They were struggling with them. Tennessee beat the dog shit out of LSU. Tennessee's finally back. I, I think it that's, looks that way. Yeah, I mean they've beaten again. I don't know how good LSU is yet. Um, I was gonna say Florida. I thought yeah, it was kind of on the upswing, but they beat Florida. So um, I don't know when their game with Bama is coming up, but that'll even if they don't win, that'll be a good indicator. So they uh, don't. Oh, next week, this uh, week home against Bama. Yeah. Yeah, the fifteenth. So, uh, two thirty kick. One. I don't know if that's Eastern or not, but that'll be that'll be a good one to watch. Yeah. Um, Bryce Young going to be back, or do we know? Or uh, I don't think we know yet. What kind of injuries you got? You shoulder, throwing shoulder. No, I think it was an MC sprain. Maybe yeah, it could be that, wrong. That could be pretty questionable then for next week. And if yeah. he's out, the way Tennessee's looked, that uh, could be bad for the old Crimson Tide. Uh, uh, Michigan State sucks. Um, Ohio State lit them up. Uh, Texas spanked uh, Oklahoma. Yes. Quinn Ewers came back and just fucking destroyed Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, did four, you, t- four TDs. Looks like uh, he may be pulling ahead in the old Heisman race. Uh, no. He hasn't played since week one. Uh, a lot of people were talking on Twitter well, about I, that. That's... It, 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 idiotic no he hasn't played in three fucking weeks um what was oh did you see what kevin durant tweeted see i don't need twitter sometimes the good shit comes to me anyway i 
Remind me. He, I did he, see he tweeted something, and I knew it was something about football. I didn't remember well, where he went to college, though. He's a Texas grad, so yeah. he tweeted out, Brent Venables needs to pass the sticks because he yes. ain't it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah. I knew it had something to do with, with college football, but I couldn't remember where he went to college. Or, well, he was for a for year. Like half a season. But. Right. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll up. What am I looking for? Uh, just scroll up. Uh, UCLA and Utah. UCLA is another team that looks like they're back. You, you pass them. I know. I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah. 4232. Because um, I don't think Utah's as good as they were last year, but Utah is still like, a pretty good program. So it looks like Chip Kelly's kind of bringing UCLA back, which is good. Them and USC are both getting on the upswing just in time to join the Big Ten. So. It'll be interesting. And Wentz Carson Wentz strikes again. Yeah. As time expires, game over. Tennessee wins. Wow. Oh, McAfee will have fun with that. Yeah. <coughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Utah, two losses now. One to UCLA, one to Florida. Uh, Oregon Spanks, Arizona. I think those were the games of note. Number 13, Kentucky, upset by South Carolina. Uh, NC State beats Florida State, barely. Catholics beat the Mormons in Sin City. Barely. Well, eh, no, not barely. I mean, eh, it's 28 it, Well, I. That's a deceptive score. Notre Dame led the whole way, and. I think BYU got a touchdown or two kind of late to kind of make it look worse than it really was. So, yeah. Or not as bad as it was. One of the third, one of the fourth, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, TCU-Kansas was actually a really good game. Yeah. TCU getting the win there, 38-31. to 31. Yeah, Big 12 this year, you know who the worst team in the Big 12 it probably is? Oklahoma. Because that whole conference is actually really good. There isn't really an easy game in that conference. Except for Oklahoma, it seems. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, like Kansas was hadn't had a winning record since '09, and they were what five and zero. They were five and zero going into yesterday. Yeah. So. Or wait, I'm looking at the wrong team. No, you're right. Okay, five and zero. Yeah. And TCU remains unbeaten. Yeah. Uh, Florida squeaks one out against Missouri. Maybe Missouri's not as bad as people are saying. I mean, it's possible they might be getting better in recent weeks. Uh, not to say Florida's a powerhouse or anything, but I mean Missouri has won two. Oh and three in the SEC, but they're they're playing teams close at least, you know what I'm Yeah, saying? the last like, two weeks, yeah, for sure. Especially I mean, Georgia. You play Georgia close. Yes. Yeah. That's very impressive. So Yep. And then uh I think that's Oh, Northwestern's offense. Let me rephrase that. Northwestern's defense is horrendous because there's no reason you should give up five touchdowns to Graham Mertz. Um, he's He was a former five-star prospect. He was supposed to be, like, one of the best players in their history. That was the hype around him, and he has been absolute dog shit. So much so that they had to fire their coach. Um, I think that wraps it up. For yeah, the, uh... for college ball, that's about it. Only other real story to come out is the big brouhaha that. Uh, oh shit! 
Guy pushed Pickett, and Pickett pushed him back, and now we've got to pull apart. Don't let him get hit in the head with a helmet. Yeah. Glad somebody showed some fucking spirit on that team today. Jesus yeah. Christ. Him and James Daniels was only bright spot of the fucking game. <clears throat> anyway. Uh yeah, Jackson Jackson State coach Dion Primetime Sanders and uh Eddie Robinson Jr. No or Eddie Robinson the third, I believe it is. No relation to uh Grambling legend Eddie Robinson. Was Grambling, right? Was I have no clue who you're talking about right now. One of the winningest college football coaches of all time. Um, no idea. Anyway, yeah, they uh, midfield handshake. Dion goes for a hug and gets shoved away. And Dion wasn't exactly innocent on that because you see, he kind of gave him a little arm chuck as well. Hmm. Uh, and then at post game, uh, Eddie Robinson said Dion was disrespectful in the the pre or the week prior to the game and Dion was basically being Dion saying, I'm just trying to sell tickets. Like we sold out your stadium for homecoming for the first time since, since ever. Yeah. And then Brian Robinson or Brian Robinson, Eddie Robinson's like, I hope he doesn't go to a power five school. Cause I want to play them in Jackson next year and, and hope it's for homecoming. Hmm. So yeah, got us, got us a little drama in the old swack. Yeah. Swack with their basically I double a, FCS, yeah, it's the equivalent there. Um, so, yeah. I saw Prime said, too, that uh, – His guess, kid is the quarterback, right? Yes. That, okay. That uh, the other coach said, oh, Prime's not swack. He goes, if I'm not swack, then who's swack? Who's swack? He just said over and over, who's swack? Yeah. Who's swack? Yeah. If, I'm not, if I'm not swack, then who's swack? Yeah. And, look, I had never heard of the swack conference until fucking Dion showed up, so. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Same here. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. Um, we'll look ahead to college before we look ahead to pro and then get into the other bullshit. Oh, baseball playoffs started, and the Cardinals are out. And that concludes our update on the baseball playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next week in college football, we have the aforementioned monster game between Tennessee and Alabama. Can't wait to see that one. Uh, another huge game in the Big Ten with Penn State traveling to Michigan. Michigan, that'll be their fourth straight big noon kickoff game. Even Colin Cowherd made the joke this week. We had Joel Clad on. It's like at Fox, we just show Michigan games. You just said that'll be their fourth straight big noon yes. kickoff game. Okay. Go ahead. That'll be their fourth straight big noon kickoff game. What? Uh-huh. They will be playing Penn State. This past week they played Indiana. The following week they played Iowa. And the week before that they played Maryland. That's one, two, three, and four. I think you're missing a word in there. Big 10 noon. It's called kickoff. big noon kickoff. Big noon kickoff. That's what that's what the big fox. Oh, okay. Well, then I yeah. apologize. I didn't know that's what. Yeah, they did. that's what they their, their biggest game of the day is always at noon. Oh, okay, that's called big noon kickoff. I, I apologize. Right. I didn't know that. I thought okay. you were just 
having an aneurysm or no, something. No. <clears throat> but yeah, that uh should be a good game. I literally know Dick about Penn State this year. Uh they are ranked number ten, so obviously they're doing something right. Really good stud. I think he's a, I believe he's a freshman running back. He was the one that ran all over Auburn a couple weeks ago. Um I was hoping I think I made the joke when they signed Franklin to that ten year extension, like he was eleven and eleven in his last games, and so far they're undefeated. So so far it looks like it was the right decision. Um, it's like you have ADD. Like we're kind of. I'm listening. Well, I know, but we're supposed to. <clears throat> I was listening. You were talking about Penn State. I was listening. All right. Uh, so yeah, Michigan's seven point favorites. Yeah. It'll be a tough one. It's kind of weird. That's our maze out game, which I fucking hate that teams are doing that now because it's a direct direct rip off off of Penn State. You're not having a stroke. I saw it too. Um, Interesting. Okay, they're talking about the brouhaha between the Bills and the Stillers. Someone said something to the ref, and the ref got pissed oh, off. Oh, ref's going to go get him. Kick his ass. Called him a cracker or something, probably. Anyway. Insulin. All right. So, yeah, Michigan, Penn State, huge game. Uh, Then we have Kansas, going to smack the shit out of Oklahoma, more than likely. Texas, Iowa State. Um, Minnesota versus Illinois will be a good one. Minnesota is actually favored in that game. Yeah, they were ranked. Who they lose to last week? They lost to a team they should have. They should have beat. Who the fuck was it? Um, uh, blanking. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, Purdue's not bad this year either. They I lost mean, twenty to ten to Purdue. Yeah, I think they had a player get hurt or something. But anyway, so yeah, that'll be another big Big Ten game. Uh, let's see. Miami, Virginia Tech, no thank Georgia's you. taking on Vandy. Of course, we got Alabama, Tennessee. We talked about Oh, that. Oklahoma State and TCU will be another big one. Yep, TCU just 2.5 point favorites against Oklahoma State. NC State, Syracuse could be a good one as well. Yeah, Syracuse has been another big surprise this year. So, yeah, we got a few pretty big games in college this Solid, week. Solid, yeah, for sure. Wisconsin, Michigan State, that'll be... Snooze fast, probably. LSU, Florida should be a good game. Both, you know, unranked, but still programs that might be on the rise. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. Uh, Clemson, Florida State also. Florida State's unranked, but it's Florida State. And, I mean, they've shown some signs this year, but Clemson's looking really tough. U- USC versus Utah. That'll be another big one. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State, uh, Kentucky. So, yeah. Looks like an actually pretty, good pretty, weekend yeah, of college football. Really good slate. That and there's always games that are great that on paper don't look like they're going to be great. Right. Like Anim and Bama this past weekend or yesterday. And the Saints take a knee and they are going to go on to win that one 39 to 32. Niners already up 7 nothing against the Panthers. So yeah, just some finals real quick. Jets forty to seventeen over to the Dolphins. Chargers thirty to twenty eight over the Browns after the Browns missed a field goal with about eleven seconds left. Uh Vikings get the win over Chicago, twenty nine twenty two. 
Patriots shut out the best def- or offense in the NFL prior to this week. Twenty nine nothing is uh, Bailey Zappi. Do we do we have a quarterback controversy brewing? It's a little early. I mean, we also we, we might want to look at his stat line. I know he had one pick early in the game. I I believe he also had a touchdown too. But Buccaneers get the win over the Falcons, twenty one fifteen. Titans, of course, as we talked about, twenty one seventeen over the Commanders. And Was or Texans, Houston Texans beat the Jags thirteen to six. That puts the Texans at one three and one. Commanders are one and four. We're in a tie for the number one pick. All right. That's so depressing. <laughs> Watch. We're gonna get like a top two or three pick. Mm-hmm. We don't need a quarterback. I guess we could use it for trade bait. I don't want Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I don't either. <clears throat> I don't want either part of it. I think I think Kenny might be a guy. Yeah. Based on the very small sample size, and again, we didn't watch much of the the last quarter there, but I'll be the first to admit that I I did not I was not excited about Kenny, but I see signs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I do too enough signs to tell me that I don't want the aforementioned CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. That's another thought process I have. I don't like quarterback. Like CJ Stroud's going to have like when he's, I'm assuming he's coming out this year. I think that's what everyone is assuming. He's going to end up with like four first round quarterback or wide receivers that he played with. Yeah. That's the thing with those big schools is you know they. If you look across the league right now, yeah, at the elite level quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes played for who? Texas Tech. How many stud wide receivers and backs did he have? Uh, to my knowledge, none. Right, Josh Allen. Who did he play for? Wyoming. How many stud wide receivers and running backs did he have? He went to Wyoming. <laughs> That's all it really needs yeah. said about that. <clears throat> um, Russell. Well, I was going to say Russell Wilson, but never mind. But Aaron Rodgers, Cal. How many stud wide receivers and running backs did he have? He he may have played the same time as Marshawn Lynch. Maybe. Okay, that's one guy though. He didn't know one throw. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, give me somebody. Tom Brady played for Michigan. Granted, he didn't have a great college career, and he was a sixth round pick. But again. He actually is the exception to the rule because he probably had better receivers than the other guys that we're talking about. Josh Allen, for sure. Like, like they probably helped carry him a little bit. I mean, not that, you know, I don't remember Brady in college. I don't remember him being like a super mega. Obviously, he He wasn't wasn't. a mega star because he was a fucking sixth round pick. So that's a bad example. Fuck me. Um, I think I'm pretty much out of elite quarterbacks from, from. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. I think I made my point. I was going to say Derek Carr, but Derek Carr had Devontae Adams yeah. in college. But Point being, yeah. typically throughout the course of, of history, when you see these quote-unquote superstar quarterbacks coming out of these mega colleges, a lot of times it doesn't transfer because they're not walking into a fucking all-star team. Yeah. You know, they're getting other guys and they're used to – I got playmakers, playmakers, playmakers everywhere, and all you got to do is get them the ball. And when you're getting a pretty good or, or NFL 
caliber receiver against a corner that's probably not going to play arena ball, you can pad some stats and look yeah. really good. It's those guys that come from programs like Wyoming or like Texas Tech or whatever that turn out to be actually good quarterbacks because they made their team better than they were as opposed to all the playmakers around them. Yeah, uh, the one I immediately think of is Matt Leinard. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time, but he had Reggie Bush in the backfield. He also had Lendell White, who was a second-rounder in the NFL. Uh, you know, he was one of the greatest college football teams ever. Yep. It's... And didn't transfer into the, the NFL very well. Yeah. Now, there are, there are a few exceptions. Joey Burrow had some stud receivers around him. Oh, for he sure. He looks like he's a guy. Um, to, to Burrow, though, like... Carson Palmer's another one that... In, in Burrow's defense, though, look at what has happened to LSU since he left school. The head coach has been fired. Uh, Joe Brady, I believe is his name, everyone was saying was going to be the next offensive genius. He went to the Panthers and is already fired. So it seemed like it was more Joe Burrow being amazing and having, you know, obviously top-tier wide receiver talent with him, like Jefferson and Chase, but he helped make those guys more than the coaches around him. Too, right. So. so that being said, I mean, if we get a top three pick or whatever, if there's not a stud superstar either corner or, like, Lyman. left tackle, I, I think we trade down. Yeah. Um, I like that approach anyway because you by move you move further back in the draft, which that pick now has a lower cap hit, so you can also supplement that pick anyway. But you also get assets back. Yeah, so I like it. Uh, Mel Kiper actually said that this week. He someone asked him who he who he thinks the first pick in the draft should be, and he said he didn't say Young or Stroud. He said the quarterback from Kentucky. And they asked why. He goes like, well, no offense, but the quarterback at Kentucky doesn't have nearly as much to work with as Stroud and Young do. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the way the NFL is going to be, where your talent around you is not leaps and bounds better than the teams you're facing. So. And uh, Ewers from Texas, I believe he's going to have one more year, right? He's a freshman. Yeah. And they got Arch Manning coming next year. Yeah. Who will most likely sit at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. Unless yours falters next season. But yeah, I think he's a I think he's a redshirt freshman actually. Because I think he went he was committed to Ohio State and then transferred to Texas. So he might have another year or so. But anyway. All right. So looking ahead next week for the NFL action, we've got another outstanding <laughs> Can Amazon get their money back? <laughs> Can Amazon get their money back? Can for you this? get your lung back? I doubt it. Can they get their money back for this Thursday night football package? Because so far it's been fucking just dismal. This week, Washington and Chicago. I saw that. I saw when I saw they played an ad for it during Thursday's game, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. You guys are picking last in the network draws, aren't you? So last, we had the Colts and the Broncos, which was uh, quite possibly one of the worst football games you'll watch all year. And let's just hope that Washington and Chicago doesn't say, hold my beer, because the potential is there. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Are, are we going to 
I'm going Washington. Oh, we're picking the games. Why not? All right. This week's not even over, but okay. Um, yeah, I'll go Washington. Uh, Carson Wentz is up and down, but his ups are way higher than Justin Fields' ups. So, well, okay. Go before we go any further, I guess I should ask: Will you be here next week? Early enough to do a pre? Um, I I might. I, I don't know. Probably I'm planning on it. All right. Well, we'll just hold yeah. off. But uh, Steelers got the Bucks next week, and it it's a home game, but. With no TJ Watt, I don't I don't like our chances there. Kind of lose to Tom Brady one more time, yeah, right? Looks that way. I just I don't see any way we don't not not without Watt. Right. And and who knows who else after today? Because Fryermuth uh, took a nasty helmet to helmet hit, so he's definitely going to be in concussion protocol. Um, on the plus side, we should get um, Terrell Edmonds back, but we also lost. Uh, Cam Sutton and um, Levi Wallace today. Don't know what the extent of their injuries are. Minko has been hobbled by a knee. Hopefully he'll be 100% by next week, or it's going to get real ugly again early. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that (coughs) next week, even if we just pop in here for 15 minutes and get our picks recorded, and that way we can talk about how wrong we ended up being. right. Uh, other stuff. The uh, I showed you a little bit ago. The little scroll down just because I'm curious what it says. Buffalo Bills Twitter. Pittsburgh, your friendly neighbor has a message. Is Mister Rogers drawing something? Do you like to draw with crayons? I do, Mister Rogers. Oh, you do too. Cool. I'm not either. And he drew an L. Like the four you had in the 90s in the Super Bowl? Yeah. You know what, Buffalo Bills Twitter person? Fuck you. <laughs> I was on your bandwagon, but yeah. I'm still on Eat the bandwagon after this week. I will <clears throat> be. It's not like we're going to root for our team in the playoffs. Uh, it's too soon. All right. More I'll probably get back on, but yeah, no. Yeah, I need a break. I get it. I hope this guy catches a really bad case of chlamydia. Well, he's dead. He died. Not like the 50. guy on the video, the guy that runs their fucking Twitter. I know what you meant. <laughs> Wish <coughs> death on Mr. Rogers. How dare you? Yeah. He's Pittsburgh legend. How dare you? Anyway, NBA preseason is in uh, full swing, and everybody's talking about the, the punch. The Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, little backstory. Jordan Poole had kind of a coming out party last year and uh, is in line for a hefty raise here real soon. And he knows it. Mm -hmm. And we don't really have uh, confirmation on what was said because the leaked video, kudos to that guy. Hopefully TMZ paid him well because... He's out of a job. Yeah, he's definitely not going to have a job once they find out who it was. We don't have any audio, so there's conflicting stories that... Who said what? Blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that was reported was that Jordan Poole called Draymond Green triple single. Okay. In basketball terms, triple single means. Oh, one. Yeah. One. You you probably got like seven points, six rebounds, and four assists. Like you're you're mid. Like you're whatever. 
And Draymond took offense to that and called him something or other. And I guess Draymond was getting frustrated because Jordan Poole, I don't know if they were calling their own fouls in the little scrimmage or whatever, but Jordan Poole was calling, according to Draymond, not good fouls. He said something, Jordan Poole said something back, and Jordan Poole said something along the lines of, you know what it is, like, Draymond's like, no, what is it? And got in his face. Jordan Poole shoves him, and then Draymond Draymond Green threw every pound on his body at that man's face and connected right in the jaw. I'm surprised that there wasn't, like, broken jaw because, I mean, he knocked the soul out of him. And it's – I know I used this joke last week, but I'm going to use it again. He he just fucking disappeared. (laughs) He hit him, and Jordan Poole just dropped. Um, He apologized to the team. Team has said they'll handle it internally, in which, I mean, why wouldn't they? Because it's not really – it's not an NBA game, so the NBA doesn't really have any jurisdiction on that. I find it funny, though, that – the the Golden State Warriors are basically saying we are going to exhaust every legal option we have to find who leaked this video. Like, you just had a player knock the dog shit out of your other <laughs> yeah. player, captured on video and released to the public, but you're more worried about the guy that released the fucking video. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. So, it seems uh, like a little bit of misdirection. Like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're focusing That's on the, the wrong outrage. thing here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I mean, if I'm Jordan Poole, how, how how can you be teammates with that guy? I know. It's... Granted, it's it's early in the preseason. They're in camp. And, I mean, but still, remember, it's going to be hard to uh, to let bygones be bygones there. With Geno Smith with the Jets, what happened to the guy that punched him? I can't remember. Because that, that guy broke his jaw. I, I honestly don't remember. Either. I don't either. I don't remember who it was. I me neither. I can't remember if that guy got cut or or what, but I know Chino didn't start that season and he lost his job because of it. Broke a daub and not a daub. And did he ever? I don't think he ever started for the Jets again. Did he? That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. And basically ruined his career for however long he's been in the league until this season. Yeah. Took him this long to recover from that punch. Yeah. Uh, did you see Rex Ryan said that on McAfee a few weeks ago? It's like, you know, I love Gino to death. Hor- glass jaw, but love that guy. <laughs> I Well, I I didn't catch that. Like, I I heard him say it, did, but I didn't put it together. Yeah, I didn't register yeah. that, yes, that, that happened. Um. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. And a lot of people were speculating that Draymond's just going to be acting out now until he gets traded to the Lakers, which I wouldn't 100% rule out, but either way, it's a story worth following. Um, What else was there? Did we ever talk about the Deadpool 3 teaser? I don't think we did. I think we just talked about it in private and it never came up. I think you're right. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think we did either. So yeah, there's that. Watch it if you haven't yet. Yeah, um, obviously we're well. I'm more still we're huge Ryan Reynolds fans. Deadpool, but yeah, the big announcement. I uh, I saw it at like four or five in the morning, and him knowing he was still asleep, still texted it to him because I didn't know if he had seen it yet. With him on his uh, 
social media hiatus, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But Retirement. yeah, very excited for that. Uh, but very depressed that it's still over two years away. Yeah. Uh, have you obviously you probably haven't seen it because you're not on social media, but uh, apparently Ryan Reynolds and TJ Miller don't get along. I saw the headline. I didn't read into the story, but was it uh, something like TJ Miller said he kind of changed after the first movie? Something along those lines and that, that Ryan Reynolds was making some pretty harsh jokes in character and made it to where TJ just doesn't want to work with him anymore. No. This coming from a guy who probably beat and raped somebody, but there just isn't enough evidence to convict him. And and yeah, Twitter, the Twitterverse and people are just shitting all over TJ Miller for it. Like, yeah. you know, maybe it's because he thinks you're a piece of shit and just doesn't want to work with you. And uh, as a Deadpool fan, I'll be okay if you're not in Deadpool 3. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought you guys were funny together, but... Um, look, we got Hugh Jackman, and that's you know, yeah, that's pretty much all we need. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as that goes, everybody's worried about the timeline or whatever. But I think a lot of people get lost on the fact that this could still happen within canon and within the timeline because Logan happens in twenty twenty nine. So oh, yeah. theoretically speaking, this could happen before the events of Logan, before he ever dies. So. Or they get trapped in an alternate universe. Yeah, I mean, we're still in the whole multiverse thing. We don't know where. We know that Deadpool is going to be a part of the MCU, but we don't know um, what universe he is in and how he's going to be pulled into the same universe as these other characters or if he is or whatever. But um, from all reports that I'm reading, that movie is going to be the first in, I believe, Phase 6. So we'll see. Don't uh, care about that anymore. I got to be honest. Yeah. Th- a lot of people do. So no, I know. I'm just saying like, I just, this next year of movies is going to go along and shows for that matter with season two of Loki, but it's going to go a long way in starting to tie all these things together with the multiverse and secret wars. Yeah. Secret wars and secret invasion storylines. So either way, I'm excited for Deadpool. I don't care how it's tied in. Right. Ryan Reynolds is still Deadpool, and that's all I'm I'm here for, really. <clears throat> what else you got? Um, I've been meaning to say this for weeks, and I finally brought it up to D's off mic. If you have not seen the trailer yet for the Weird Al Yankovic movie, go watch it. Um, when it was announced, I had zero... Uh, zero <laughs> interest, got a little distracted there, until I watched the trailer, and that that movie looks like it's going to be fucking funny. Did you just see that, Zach? Uh, no, I'm trying to... I know, but that was called Roughing the Passer. Well, it's on Tom Brady, so yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, I agree. Um, I would not have necessarily been interested in that a biopic about Weird Al. Look, I think it's shit's funny. Um has been entertaining for decades, but I wouldn't call myself a big enough fan to watch a biopic about his movie. But yeah, the fact that he is smart enough to do this movie the same way he's done his entire career, which is a parody of other shit. It looks hilarious. Right. Even if it is Harry Potter playing weird to hell. Yeah. But they got a Madonna in there and they're like in a long-term relationship and she like introduces him to drugs, which 
none of that happened, yeah, obviously. It's, it's basically like a parody of the fucking Queen movie or any other musical biopic. biopic. Um, the trials and tribulations of him becoming a fucking megastar, which, I mean, he, like they show him winning awards and shit. So yeah. I, I'm in on it. Yeah. I, Parents I, won't let him play polka music. <laughs> yeah, he gets an accordion as a kid. And, yeah, it's... Uh, they think he's going to a poker game or something. Instead, <laughs> it's polka. So yeah, it uh, looks like it's going to be. That's just on Hulu, correct? No, Roku. Roku. What? Roku. The Roku channel. I didn't know Roku had a channel. I thought they were just an app that offered streaming. Well, yeah, the channel app, whatever they call their apps, channels. Well, I understand that, but. Okay, let me rephrase that. I did. I thought they were just a device that hosted other streaming apps. No, there's also a Roku channel. There's free shit on there. It's a bunch of old sitcoms okay. mostly. But well, see, th- this is a perfect example of why I'm glad that I have what I have because there's no. As much as I think that movie's going to be entertaining, there's no way in hell that I'm signing up for Roku for that. It's it's free first of all. But they're trying to get into actual original content. The Rich Eisen show is now on Roku channel. Um, I think they're they've tried to make announcements for getting original so like original shows too. So because we need another streaming service. Right? Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, Netflix is on the decline. Yeah. W- without a doubt, I think that Netflix, unless they pull something big in the next few years. With, with either a series or, or some monster-exclusive movies, they could be on the outs. Perhaps. With the, with the rise of HBO Max and Paramount's getting bigger and better now. HBO Max isn't going to be a thing in a year. You don't think? They've said that. The new CEO of Warner Discovery is a fucking moron and basically said that they're going to kill HBO Max and Discovery Plus and merge it into one thing which is so idiotic because you're only doing that if it means you're going to charge more money for it. And I love HBO Max, but I'm not going to pay extra for a bunch of Discovery bullshit that I don't want to watch. And I'm sure... I can't imagine, though. Like what, they've, what... they've literally said that, dude. It's Can I finish? Okay. What do you pay for HBO Max? Uh, I have the ad-free option, so it's 15 bucks. I can't imagine them. Would you pay 20 I, I got to be honest. I don't know. I mean, knowing that it's going to be twenty bucks with a bunch of discovery bullshit I don't care about, and that's also going to be less money for originals that I like. I I'm probably going to del- cancel it when it first comes out because I want that to die. So yeah, I mean, point point I'm making is is if those are the two things that they're going to combine, I can't imagine it raising their cost that awful much. You yeah, I don't think it's going to be like 40 bucks a month or anything. But but at the same time, they're going to have to, I mean, they have a pretty extensive library right now, but the, you know, if they're going to have to keep up with the really good original programming and movies. Yeah, and that's, like, they've canceled a bunch. Like, the Batgirl movie was supposed to be an HBO Max exclusive, and they canceled it for tax purposes. And I don't get it. You own Warner Brothers and the Turner Classic Movies Library. You have all of this content. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. And all of the HBO back catalog. I he he said publicly too that he thinks 
the way to win with streaming is like, or the way to win will be through like cable programming, which is like, what? Cable programming? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I don't see that. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's getting roasted online. Everyone hates his guts and says he's a dipshit. So, once uh, once it's announced where NFL Sunday Ticket is going, that will probably be the uh, the final the death blow on Directv. I think it's still going to take four to five years for it to completely go away. But um, well, the the other factor of that too is what's going to happen with the RSNs. <laughs> The regional sports networks, you know, the Bali Sports and Fox Sports Midwest. Well, that Fox Sports Midwest doesn't exist anymore. It's Bali Sports. But the company that owns, apparently Bali Sports is going bankrupt. And MLB, NBA, and NHL are trying to pool money together to save it and make it get ownership of it. I'll be kind of interested to see how that works out. But Yeah, I mean... We're we're in that time now where everything is going to be going streaming. I yeah, mean, the days of having a cable bill or a satellite bill or whatever is pretty much over. You're going to pay an internet bill, and then you'll have to manage your fourteen fucking streaming apps. Yeah, well, I mean that's what I'm doing now. I have Comcast internet. Um, I signed up for YouTube TV for football season. When football season is over, I'll probably cancel it. Might pick it up in June to watch a little playoff hockey and basketball. Maybe, although for 65 bucks a month, I'm leaning towards probably not. And yeah. then next September, I'll do it all over again. I'll re-up and get it back when I wanted to. So. You know, I've got the Android box that I, I talk a lot about, and I'm able to watch everything. I still pay for probably more services than I should, considering what I have access to on the Android box. Um one of two things is going to happen with those. Either there's going to be technology that exists that is going to instantly detect that kind of stuff and they're going to be able to squash it, mm-hmm. or people are going to start straying away from paying for the services and, and get into that, which will then lead to the other side finding a way to track that shit, and it's just going to be a big war between paying for the services or paying for jailbreak equipment to get the shit for free and right uh it's it's gonna turn into like the napster war all over again yeah i mean look some of those services are gonna i I gotta be honest i don't have a lot of faith in paramount they it sucks it's not good no it's really not there's there's some few a few things on there worth watching but not a lot Uh, breaking news the steelers currently hold the number one pick (laughs) the 2023 draft. Yay. Um, (coughs) It's a sentence I never thought I would say in my lifetime. Yeah. Because, I mean, I... Like I said, not a big fan of Paramount. Have you been watching the Beavis and Butthead series? Uh, No. It's not great. It's very hit and miss. There's a couple episodes that are really funny and a few that just suck. Um. I didn't have a lot of hope for it because they tried to bring it back once before. And I mean, it, it's, it's just one of those things that was great when it was out. Yeah. But in today's world, it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I think the only minds that could save something like that are people that don't give a fuck. And that's Matt and Trey. And 
they obviously aren't as into it as they were. They they're probably a little sick of the backlash for them being so controversial because now all we really get are these specials. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on Paramount, right? Right. Yeah. The, the South specials. Park stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because they used to not really care, but society's getting pretty fucking sensitive now. And a show like Beavis and Butthead, you can only make, you know, dick jokes for so long and trying to score. Like it's well, that's it what I'm the kind same of same shit over and over again. That's what I'm learning too is that's that's pretty much the case. I mean, there was one funny moment where Butthead calls Beavis's mom a slut. <laughs> I'm definitely not the first time that's happened, right? And Beavis is like, ha, uh, Butthead, you know, I actually know, uh, slut, slut's actually like a good thing now. <laughs> and Beavis is like, Oh, yeah, well, your mom's the biggest slut I've ever met. He goes, Oh, well, thank you, I'll tell her you said that. Like, <coughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, trying to think, what else has there been? <laughs> Every time I see that little thing, I I laugh at it. That's hilarious. Um, is there anything else that we were talking about that we we're going to talk about but haven't talked about? Oh, um, if a girlfriend wife tries to get you to watch Hocus Pocus, don't. The yeah, one. I've, like I said, it was on as I was playing 2K, um, but everything I read on the internet was like, this is a complete letdown. There... And I, I even made the point to uh, Nicole about it, like, this is a classic case of them bringing something back from from your childhood that you absolutely loved and you thought, oh, this is going to be great. <clears throat> and then you remember that you were like 13 when you watched it. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't hit the same. Right. Very, very rarely does that kind of nostalgia recapture the magic. Uh, kudos to Top Gun for doing it. That was, well, that's a little different though because, I mean, at least the original was meant for adults. True. Where true, Hocus true. Pocus was, you know, geared towards kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I remember, however many years ago it was, the internet cr- like wanted a Boy Meets World reboot, and they did it called Girl Meets World, and no one watched it. Like me too. I loved the original one when I was a kid, but <coughs> I was a kid when I watched it. Uh, didn't they do How I Met Your Father? Or are they, they uh, trying yeah, to? They're trying to. I think it's Hillary Duff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuller House is another example. Yeah. You know, that just... They didn't bring... What, what's her name? Same. They didn't bring What's Her Name back from Boy Meets World or Girl Meets World. I wonder why. One of the stars of the original series is a porn star now. Who? Matlin Ward, I think is her name. I don't know. I didn't really watch that show, though. Well, you well you were... Topanga. Was that Topanga? No, 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 no. Which, what show was she on? I just told you, Girl, Boy Meets World. She w- he, she but, was one of the roommates. But of, what I was going to say was she was hot. As a, yeah, and is still is, hot. Is hot, I should say. Yeah. I don't. Not a pedo here. I just yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> Saved by the Bell is another one that they. Yeah. I again, I can watch the old ones. But Even I'm the not college gonna... years when they tried to continue was bad. Yeah. <clears throat> but then they tried to bring it back as a whole new show with those guys like now fully adults with a whole new 
class of kids and yeah you know your your target audience are a bunch of 35 to 45 year olds that aren't going to watch the show like yeah and the kids that might watch it they don't know who the fuck Zach and AC Slater are I mean right. you can't even really catch that on reruns anymore as far as I know maybe somewhere maybe, but yeah. not to the degree that it was like when we were growing up kids don't watch reruns of TV anyway no no they're streaming so yep um <coughs> I thought I was going to say something related to that. What was it? The Zach Morris's trash series kind of ruined the original Saved by the Bell formula. You don't know what I'm talking about? Sounds familiar. I, I think it was Funny or Die did a video series called Zach Morris's Trash where they'll just talk about an entire episode of Saved by the Bell and talk about what a monst- what a shitty person Zach Morris is. Yeah, and he was. When yeah, you look at it. Uh, Can he get sacked? That's no. That's why he. Yeah, went for his knees. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Mm. Now I understand why Pickett went and like fucking trying to end his career. Um, I guess the last thing is uh, just in the world of wrestling, we finally got the return of Bray Wyatt. Yay. Third time's a charm. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll we'll see how it's handled. Um, but the rumor is that CM Punk has officially been paid. Oh yeah, that yeah that it won't be announced, maybe ever. But the the backstage rumor is that Tony Khan has bought out his contract. He can't work anywhere for the length of the contract. Mm. But it's just gonna be quietly brushed <clears throat> under the rug. And for all intents and purposes, we've probably seen the last CM Punk in a wrestling ring. Yeah. Did you hear what happened this past Wednesday? Something. Sam- Sammy McGavara and I don't know what his new name is now, but uh, Andrade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Rick Ric Flair's son-in-law, basically. Yeah. Uh, apparently got into a fight yeah. in the back. Apparently it bled into the ring a little bit. Um, yeah. I saw bits and pieces of it but I didn't understand or, or know exactly what was going on there. Yeah, but. it's it fans are starting to turn on that company in a big bad way. They're all saying the same thing which is the pillars or, you know, the elite. It's the click all over again. Right. Like it's if you're in, in that inmates group running the asylum. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but if you're not, you can't. And Sucks because you know it's nice to have another option. Obviously, I didn't. I haven't been watching it that much, but you know, stop me if you've heard this before. Uh-huh. Somebody with more money than they know what to do with decides to get in the wrestling game, and when they have more money to do with, what do they do? They buy every major star that they can, yeah, to compete with the whatever company is on top just so happens that it's the same company as it's almost always been the same yeah, company, yeah. but yeah. And when you get that many big egos in the room, yeah. what tends to happen? Shit. Like what we're seeing right now, yeah. it, it doesn't work. Sure. It's great for ratings for a little while and you get the, you know, you get people excited and you get a couple of decent shows going, but eventually all these big egos want to be the guy and it's it just doesn't work out. No. And we saw it, like I said, that was basically what killed WCW. Uh, it's what really hurt WWE when, when guys got big egos and stuff. But they, they've at least managed it better than any other thing. 
that has come along. Same, uh, well, TNT, TNA. TNA. Yeah, I'm sorry, TNA. Same thing. You know, they they spent all that money getting all the the older guys where it created a buzz, but egos got in and it went to shit. And we are probably watching the beginning of the end for AEW. Yeah. You know, they they should have just stuck by their guns and made these young guys the superstars rather than bringing in all these old guys. I mean, Jericho, one thing, but <clears throat> you start bringing everybody else in, eventually fucking feelings are going to get hurt. Well, yeah, like uh, the Young Bucks, people have, even their biggest fans are starting to learn what the rest of the wrestling community has been saying. They're the most overrated tag team of all time. Yeah. They can do one match, which is hit every big move you know, hit 12,000 super kicks, don't sell anything, and five-star match. Like, that's... People are learning, no, FTR is a better tag team by miles. Yeah. And... Yeah. And they've got the pull because they're the the guys that basically helped found the AEW. Yeah. You know, and... Like, uh, Kenny Omega... I think he's great, but his body's fucking falling apart. But so, okay, let me ask: Do you think Kenny Omega would transfer translate in the in the WWE? Uh, his promo style, no. Yeah. I don't think his promos would. Yeah, I I don't think he would make no. it in the WWE. I really don't. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially now, like you said, that he has put his body through so much that if he's going to be on the shelf every other month, it's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, WWE still lacks quite a bit of star power, mm-hmm. and that's obvious because they have to keep bringing guys back like Goldberg and Lesnar and Cena and probably soon The Rock. <clears throat> but Logan uh, Paul. Yeah. Well, I mean, Logan, look, fucking guy can work, yeah, man. I know. We've seen him in two matches, and both of them were fucking as good or better than a lot of guys that do this shit week in and week out. Yeah. And it, by all counts, he's taken it very seriously. So yeah. good on him, I guess. But And when he was on, like, we, I think we talked about it. When he was on McAfee, I found myself kind of interested. Like, he, you know, yeah, he's done a lot of douchey things, but it seems like his heart is in it. Like, he, you yeah. know, I can't sit here and say that if I dumb lucked my way into the kind of money and success that him and his brother have gotten themselves into, I probably would be the same way. Oh, I'd be a mass at, at that age. <laughs> oh my God. I'd be a massive piece of shit. That being said, I still hope Anderson Silva absolutely fucking annihilates his brother. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. His brother's a douche, like giant epic. Douche. He seems like a moron. Yeah. Um, did you hear the other fight that's happening on that card, by the way? No. Uh, Le'Veon Bell versus Uriah Hall. Yes, that Le'Veon Bell. Wow. Well, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, he knocked out Adrian Peterson. Like, how many UFC him. fights he has? Exactly. <laughs> it's it's strictly a boxing match, though, right? Right. I mean, granted, Uriah was more of a kicker, but yeah. I think it was a Taekwondo Which is the only, that, I mean, sure, that's the only reason why Le'Veon Bell is taking that fight is because. Well, yeah. I But still, I, I kind of like Uriah Hall's chances there. Yeah. He kind of faded, though, Uriah Hall. Like, it looked like he was going to be the guy, mm-hmm. and then not so much. 
Yeah, I, I didn't even know he left the UFC. I think his his last moment might have been destroying Chris Weidman's shin. Yeah. So. That was on the check, right? Just, he just checked, checked it. Checked a leg kick and snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. So. All right. Well, <clears throat> I think that'll wrap it up, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we will uh, be back next week and uh, hopefully in a better mood. Try and survive the uh, the Steelers Buccaneers. And then we got, is it Eagles, Dolphins, or Dolphins, Eagles? I, I don't know. Dolphins, At this Eagles. point, it may not matter. Um, I mean, the Dolphins game's looking a little more promising right now with who knows if Tua will even ever play again. Yeah. There are There's rumors and speculation that he may not. Uh, no shit? Yeah. Oh, wow. And that one of his friends who happens to be a doctor is telling him, get out. I heard the the doctor that discovered CTE said <coughs> that publicly that Tua should never play football again. Yeah, yeah, it's so. Uh, he's he's got some soul searching to do. Sounds like because yeah. I mean this that's some serious shit. You take two monster shots like that to your melon, and I mean you're a young guy. Do you you know? Do you want to slur your words for the rest of your life? Or I heard his brother, who's a quarterback at Maryland, said that after the second concussion. Because let's be honest, the first one was clearly a concussion. Yeah. Um, he even said he didn't want to play the next week. He was really having thoughts about not playing because it scared him so much. So. Yeah, it it, it looked bad. I mean, yeah. You know, the, just the whole finger thing, like uh, that was rough. So. Yeah. All right. Well, again, <clears throat> thanks for listening. That's going to wrap it up. I'll uh, try to remember to actually publish this thing. <laughs> yeah. No shit, dude. Within the next day, rather than three days after the fact, but. Yeah. How about you do it when we're done? I probably will. Like he used to. We'll see. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Thanks for listening. We will catch you sometime next week. I am Dees. He is Dylan. I got a poo. Bye-bye. See ya. Mm -hmm.